This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Arsenal returned to Premier League action after their 6-0 stonking at the London Stadium to take on a Burnley side, which are not the Burnley at Turf Moor that we've come used to playing. Uh, a very difficult side under Sean Dice. This time, a managerless, at least on the touch side, because Vincent Company will be suspended. Burnley will be taken on Arsenal as they maybe welcome back some interesting players that have been out for a little while. We'll talk about that and plenty more in today's Arsenal preview show. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back with you guys for another episode of our Arsenal preview show. I'm joined as always by some fantastic members from our Discord server. I'm joined by Tom. How are you doing, mate? You good? You well? I am wonderful, especially after that throb, uh, trouncing last week. Mm, yes. Uh, were you one of those that predicted quite a heavy score? I'm trying to remember who it was. I, I apologize. I missed. Uh, I said 5 1. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah I mean, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> if you had just put one of those goals on the other side, you would have got it spot on. Um, but uh, a year of little faith. I know, so. I know. I need to have more faith in our in our Mr. Rice taking our um our set pieces. Mm. So we'll get indeed. To that. It was very good. It was very good indeed. Alex, how are you, mate? You good? You well? Yeah, I'm not doing too badly. I'm in the depths of dissertation hell. So yeah, I've um, been there. So I'm I'm doing all right. Just very very busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's. I hate references. References are the worst thing to ever exist. Um, it's like, why don't you just believe me if I've written it? Just believe I took it from a good source. Like, why are you having to reference everything? But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, and lastly, Garrett joins us as well on his iPhone because his technology is letting us down. <laughs> How are you doing, mate? You good, Joel? Yeah, not bad. Apart from the howler with my, uh, with my webcam, I am not too bad, yeah. Looking it's forward to this. Right. Portrait suits you, so it's all good. It's all good. Um, as I said, Arsenal taking on Burnley at Turf Moor. Tom, very different Burnley side to what we're used to, isn't it? Yeah, it. You know, they're they're and they're sticking with what they got got them there too. So there's not much of a chance that we're going to see this the same kind of uh, you know packing it in that we see it a lot of times. We've sent, seen with them. Um, we're not going to see that as we see against some of the a lot of the lower sides. Uh, we're actually going to probably see a team that's going to come out and, and try to play with us a little bit. Um, that could be to their detriment, but 
Yeah, and, and Vincent Company will not, Alex, be on the touchline for this as he serves a pitch side pan. We know how much that affects you because we lost to Aston Villa with Arteta not there. Do you feel as though that will play any kind of part in this game? Yeah, I mean, I think not having your manager there, I mean, I think Arteta's probably one where it affects you a lot because he sort of drives the team in quite a, quite a, um, well, quite a big way. I don't ne- <clears throat> excuse me. I don't necessarily think that um, company does it in the same way. He's maybe not as vocal, but I think certainly not having your manager there is always going to have an effect, especially if they're forced to sit up in the stands. You know, not having a consistent voice. Um, you know, maybe his coaches do have a. You know, it's likely they have a similar output to what he might do, but it's never quite exactly the same. No, you're absolutely right. Um, I think that Vincent Company has been an interesting coach, Garrett, to to look at last season more in particular when he got them up from the championship playing a very unburnly uh, type of football. But that has been a bit of his downfall this season, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, he's really stuck by his guns, hasn't he? I think he, as one of the guys already said, he hasn't wavered. And I suppose you've got to respect it. But at some point, you now look at Burnley and... Well, apart from Sheffield, I'd say Sheffield are probably worse, but I expected Luton to be a lot worse and Burnley to be better. And that's just not how it's panned out. Um, mm. So, yeah, they're definitely stuck by their guns. But as I said, I think it's probably to their detriment, really. Yeah, it has been to their detriment. And that, that said, they have, you know, rallied somewhat in some games, Tom. They've been able to take some points off some teams. They nearly did us a favour against Liverpool when they went back to 1-1 and the company felt pretty hard done by in the end with, with that result. But... Of all the times we've been to Turf Moor, there is something about this particular time that I'm going there without the anxiousness of a torrid, dogged game that we've been used to in the past. Yeah, I'm not thinking I'm, it's going to be as difficult of a game as typical. Uh, they've been very inconsistent, you know, uh, loss, draw, loss, draw, kind of for the last few results. Uh, they are still sticking to their guns and playing the way that company wants them to play. It's a far cry from the... Um, from the Sean Dyche ways of playing. So um, it's definitely going to be something that we're going to go in. I'm not going to predict as high of a score. We'll get to that later, but it's, it's, I, I think it's going to be fairly um, easy to handle that, that type of a, of a setup because we're not, we're going to have a little bit more joy than we would normally have against some teams. Mm, yeah. They've won three games um, all season, uh, which is the uh, joint least in the table as they sit joint bottom with Sheffield United. Alex, this has to be surely one of those games you look at and you go, this is a must win. I know Liverpool play their early game against Brentford away, which, you know, is not an easy fixture. Man City play Chelsea. Do you feel as though this could be an opportunity weekend for us to gain some points or do you expect it to be very much three wins across the board? I think every weekend should be seen as an opportunity to take take an advantage i mean obviously when you look at the fixtures on paper then you obviously consider probably three wins but you know you never know what's going to happen you know an injury a red card whatever it might be you know there's been some questionable refereeing decisions across the board and so you just you just don't know um but i think we can't take anything for granted in terms of obviously burnley have had some injury hits in terms of who's going to be there. Lyle Taylor, I think I've just read was at, is out for another few weeks. Yeah. Um, Jordan Byers still out, but Charlie Taylor is coming back in potentially. 
so that's one to look out for. And obviously, Datra Fafana, I think he scored twice, didn't he? So yeah, he did. Um, so I'm not. I'm. You know, I, I I think it's a very different game to um to what he was in. But you know, they've got somebody who clearly can score. So let's. That's what they've been struggling with partly alongside trying to play out from the back against um all the uh question marks of why they're doing it but um yeah but yeah i i, I think it's a must-win game for us certainly um i think every game until the end of the season is going to be a must-win game if we want to um have any chance of challenging for the title to be perfectly honest because i can't see liverpool and city slipping up that much but you know, yeah yeah yeah, in the reverse fixture, it was 3-1 Arsenal. Uh, we took the lead just before half-time, Trossard scoring um, and Saliba scoring three minutes after Brownhill had equalised. I remember that game just being so dominant and we just weren't putting away our chances, much like so many games in the first half of the season. And I thought in that moment, wow, we are going to be punished here. Um, similarly, actually, to the the, man, the Liverpool game, rather ironically, where Burnley got an equaliser and then fell to two more goals as as they did to Arsenal earlier this season. Zinchenko scoring that, I think it was, was it that kind of weird scissor kick type thing that he managed to do into the top right-hand corner, I think, from memory. So, yeah, we could do with a, a more comfortable win here, I think. Garrett, in terms of kind of looking into the squad side of things, Arteta and his pre-match press conference was pretty optimistic that he might have some players back. If there is the scope to have the likes of Zinchenko or Jesus or Tommy Asu, and he was very open about talking about how Partey has been training on the grass for a little bit now as well, do you risk them now, especially considering we've got this Champions League game in midweek as well? Yeah, for me, i kind of not risk them, as you'll see for my team. But I, mean, I could see some argument maybe to get some minutes in their legs, hopefully, after he's dominated. You know, maybe bring them on so it's the 60 mark, 70 mark maybe. But as far as starting them goes, I wouldn't risk it. You know, I feel like a lot of these players, Sinchenko, Jesus, it's been reoccurring things, obviously Partey as well. So yeah. I don't think it's worth restarting them, no. It's an interesting one with the the Porto game, Tom, because with that on Wednesday, you'd imagine Arsenal are going to go full strength in that game. So therefore, is there an argument that we should maybe rotate considering we're playing a team that you'd expect us even with some rotation to be able to beat? There's some there's an argument to it. I don't know whether or not we're going to do it the way most people would think. I would prefer that we start a similar team to last week. Um, but I do what what really needs to happen is we need to get ahead on game state. We haven't done it even against West Ham. We waited 30 minutes before we changed the game state on them, and we were it came quick, turned around quick in those last few minutes of the first half. But I, if we can change change the game state early enough and we can get up and we can score a couple goals in the first half, my idea is that we get a lot of the guys that have been injured on second and come in that they can get a, a run out there with their, you know, get some uh, feel for the game before our game against Porto because I think that's going to be a huge match. And if we can do anything there, um, we're going to set ourselves up uh, for the next uh, for for the next round. Indeed. And Alex, after winning 6-0, you know, there's always the risk that a win like that can put you in an element of being too comfortable. And with, you know, you're thinking you're on top of the world and momentum can be something that can be a real boost, but it can also be something that sneaks up on you and suddenly you go a goal down or you concede when you least expect it and suddenly you're thinking, what on earth is going on? Do you, do you sense that that is a risk with this weekend game? Um, I mean, they haven't scored many goals. Um <laughs> Yes, but, they have but on the other side of that, you, you, you're always 
vulnerable to goals if you go into a game being overconfident. I personally don't think we will be. Uh, I think I think we're going to have to get some goals in the first half because Arteta, as we know, we may have. I know we've got a Champions League fixture, but unless we're quite comfortably ahead, he's very unlikely to do things like bring on. You know, I'm not saying he should, but bringing on Ranieri right at the end of the game, mm. yeah, he's not going to do that if it's two one. You know, yeah. it, it, he did it because it was because it was six nil. Um, so I I think we have to be wary that you can't rotate too quickly either. In terms of you know, if you make your substitutes too early, that can have a negative effect on the game as well because it can cause instability and it can cause pictures to change you know um within the player's head so I, I think we just need to make sure we've secured the win before we think about changes and we're just gonna have to take it game by game in terms of the porto game coming up like you know players are just gonna have to this is the last sort of stretch of the season and we're gonna have to keep on um playing people whether they play three games a week they might just have to um and we hope that we don't get any extra injuries. <laughs> Indeed, uh, touch wood uh, that we don't suffer anymore. And just lastly, Garrett, before we go to the lineups, Arteta, I'm going to give you this question. Did not rule out killing Mbappe. Give me your thoughts about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's a weird one. I, I feel like it's very been very dragged out. I mean, what we've heard he was leaving, you know, and then he's not leaving for, what, maybe three summers? Like, you know... At this age, I feel like everyone just wants it to be decided. Uh, as far as where we fit in, look, I don't know. I think he's probably destined for Real Madrid. Um, and the man is on an infallible amount of money. You know, it, it's just crazy. Um, so I don't know if we... Look, we're a big, we're a massive club. No doubt about that. But would Edu and Arteta be willing to break everything? And I mean, look, he, he's, he's probably one of the best in the world. So, you know... Mm. I'd be open to it, but it's yeah, it's a, it's a big risk, I guess, isn't it? Really, it's a, yeah, it's yeah. I, I think you'd have to be mad to say like, if you can do it, you'd be mad yeah. to say no. Like, let's be real. Like, it's we we talk about the idea of how do we close the gap to Erling Haaland? Well, the only player that really does that and puts you on an even keel is Kylian Mbappe, really. So, I still think that financially, it's it's mad unless he's willing to lower his expectations, which from reports suggesting he was a little bit miffed that Real Madrid had come back with a lower offer than before, supposedly. Uh, I'm not sure he's going to do that. Uh, but I loved what Arteta said. I loved the fact that he you know, was speaking, and some people say it's lip service. But let's be honest, this is a guy that whenever he's asked about transfers, refuses to talk. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And he was asked a question in a certain way about Mbappe 
that I liked. He was asked kind of about the idea of, you know, if they need to be in the equation. And he said, yeah, like we need to be in the conversation for the best players in the world. And I think that was a great way to answer the question. And certainly I think provided plenty of encouragement. Um, let's go to lineups. I think, Tom, we start with you. Take us through your selection, mate. Well, like I was saying, we've next for what we did last week, I, I kind of want to move it over. I did think a little bit towards the um, Porto game and I did sit down uh, Martinelli. Um, I wouldn't mind him getting a little bit of a, a, a run out at the end. Um, but, and I'm staying, I'm keeping Kivior in there because I, I just don't see them putting um, Zinchenko this early from his injury. Um, I'm not sure whether or not we get um, Tommy Yasu out there until later in the game. Like I said, we've got to change that game state. We've got to get ahead. So we have that opportunity. I think Alex was saying it too. We need to go up, we need to be able to get some players on. Um, I, I put Jorginho in there because he is going to just um, absorb the pressure. I think we're going to be, we're going to be going forward a lot because they're going to let us go forward a lot. We're going to get the ball deeper because they're going to try to play out from the press. So um, I think it's a good idea to have, um, Rice more on the left than than he was playing against West Ham and have George Gino deeper. Um, and then, of course, put Havertz at the top. And I haven't picked Havertz to be a, a star of the game yet this year, even though I'm one of the biggest defenders of Havertz. And my group down in Tampa will let you know there have been some heated discussions about it. So, <laughs> um, but I and I do like to see the fact that Rice is and we were going to we're going to stop talking about this at the pub. We're not going to complain about having our one of our bigger players taking set pieces anymore, because if mm. he gets two more assists in every game the rest of the year, I'm good with it. Yeah, he took set pieces at West Ham, and I was curious to see if he would start taking them for us, but he didn't at first. And so I thought, oh, okay, I just, I just not deemed him, you know, the, the player to do it. And then when he started doing it against Palace and Gabriel gets two, two goals, of course, one comes from Saka, but then obviously the two against West Ham as well. It's just been something that we've just not been using. And now it shows you we can go up another level in another aspect of the team as well. Um, moving forward to Garrett's team. Talk us through it, my friend. Yes, I've gone with Ryan Nets, uh, White, Saliba, Gabriel, Kivior, left back. Um, yeah, much like I wasn't going to rush him back. I think there's no need. Um, but we've got a lot of important games coming up. Um, so, no, definitely no need. Put Rice, uh, Odegaard, um, Havertz and Trossard then are both in. I mean, I guess you could probably interchange the positions, really, because like, I think, you know, that's what they will do. But just for the sake of it, I've put Havertz in the left eight and Trossard up top. And then Martinelli and Saka. And then Starman Saka, look, he's, he's on fire, really. Nothing more to say about that. Yeah, he is. Um, spoiler alert, he's mine as well, because I just think he's on such a good run. Those, I don't know if anyone saw, you probably did, the numbers about him compared to Cristiano Ronaldo at the same age and a, a lot of the other players as well at the same age. It really does make those conversations about whether or not he's in that world-class bracket a bit laughable <laughs> at this stage. And I think the world-class is a, a subjective term that you're allowed to have your own definition. I was having a chat with Alex from the different knock about this and I said, you know, if he doesn't put Saka in the world-class bracket and that's because he only sees a few players like Vinicius Jr. or Mbappe, etc. in that, that's fine. But to me, I have kind of a level above world-class where I describe as like elite players that are in a bracket of their own. Saka's not there yet, but I think to say that he's not world-class it's incredibly harsh. I know he certainly is for me. Uh, Alex? Um, yeah, so my lineup's obviously, um, I was about to say the same. Yeah, it's very similar to to um, to Garrett's, I think. 
In fact, it's the same as Garrett's. Yeah. So I've, I've, it's I've. Um, is that the same? Yes, it is. Yeah, it's hundred yeah. percent the same. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think we we've seen from the West Ham game that Arteta's not afraid to change things around if it's not working. I'm very happy for us to start like that. I think it worked a lot better when Kirio was not trying to play a position he's not really comfortable playing. Um, so I'm perfectly happy for him to sit as part of a back three and just defend because I don't necessarily think he's should be doing much else in the nicest possible way. Um, I I like what Ben White offered in the middle. He's played CDM when he was on uh, when he's been on loan. I think he was on loan at Leeds, maybe or someone. That might be completely false, but in my head, that's where he played CDM. Um, and Trossard, I think. On great form at the moment. Um, I've obviously put Erdegaard as my star man. I think that he's due a sort of another really, really good performance. Um, and, you know, I think he went through, in, I think people would agree, he went through a little bit of a dry spell for a little bit, struggling um, with with um, actual contributions. I don't think he played badly necessarily, but I, th- I think getting back in and getting some uh, goal contributions in some way is going to help his form a lot. And we see the best of what we saw of him sort of a couple of seasons ago where he was absolutely on fire. Um, mm. And I put Havertz in. I really like his defensive work alongside the fact that he's six foot three. <laughs> so, you know, those things combined... You, you can't complain too much. It would be nice for him to get a goal as well. Yeah, interesting going to Burnley and we've got the bigger team. Who'd have thought that, you know, back in the day? Um, it is amazing to see where this team has come uh, since those days of struggling physically. Um, quickly to go through mine, it's very similar. Uh, a couple of changes. Uh, White, Raya, Saliba, Gabriel. I've thrown Zinchenko in. Uh, Arteta alluded to the fact that there might be some returners. I think Zinchenko, there's a chance he could be one of them. And, you know, I think there's an opportunity to play him. If not, you've got Tommy Asu perhaps back as well. If not, it's obviously as the boys have said, I've, I've got Kivya in there. But if you can play Zinchenko, I, I certainly would if he is available for the game. We don't know yet if he's going to be back, but I'd use him if he's available. Uh, Rice, Havertz, Odegaard, yeah, midfield free. I love that combination. You know, while Partey is out, uh, those three, I think, is, is probably our our best for these types of games. We've got Porto midweek. It might see, say, uh, sorry, it might be that we start uh, Jorginho in that Porto game to give us a little bit of a foundation. We'll have to wait and see, but he's definitely got a role to play in this team. And then up top, Trossard continues. Saka and Martinelli, we don't know if Jesus is, is back yet, um, but uh, he's got a real fight on his hands because Trossard's been very good. You know, goal against Liverpool, a goal now against West Ham as well. He's on a good runner form, um, so why should he be dropped? When he starts, we have a very good record in terms of winning. Uh, it's worth pointing out. I know that his performances in midfield haven't always been great, or when he starts on the left, they haven't always been great. But when he starts to set a forward, we've actually got a really good record of winning games. That's certainly one to look out for. And as I mentioned earlier, Saka has to take the uh, the star man at the moment for me. Uh, predictions then. Tom, scoreline and scorers, please. Okay, so... Uh, they only have two guys that really scare me, but I still somehow think they're going to get a goal. <laughs> but you did this against West Ham, and I, I know. So I'm thinking four to one. I think that the only they've only got Fafana and and Brown Hill, who's having a good year. Um, I I think that we're going to get they're probably going to get a goal out of Fafana late. Maybe um, we're going to get goals from two from Havertz, um, set pieces from Rice. Um, and then we're going to get a, a goal each from Trossard and from uh, Saka. That's my first Alex? 
I'm going to go 3 0 Arsenal, and I'm going to go uh, Gabriel from a set piece. I'm going to go Declan Rice because I'd love for him to score again. It's so much fun. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to go for a Ben White screamer to <laughs> bring bring it back. <laughs> love it. Garrett's. Yeah, I'm going to go for a 4 0. Um, I think we need to keep the clean sheets on the road for just confidence as well. Um, and I think we will. I, I do think we will. So 4 0. Going to go with a Haberts, Martinelli, uh, Saka, and then Trossard. Nice one. Yeah. I'm going to lean into the, the clean sheet. I'm going to go 3 0. Um, Havertz, Saka, and uh, a Ben White Screamer, obviously, uh, to get there too. Uh, and I really hope that we see also Liverpool and Man City this weekend. There is, I think, a chance that they could drop points. They've got some challenging tests. Chelsea have already taken points off of City this season. Liverpool, of course, have been and have struggled against Brentford in the past. So let's see if that can happen in the chat box. Greg saying 4 0 Arsenal. Um, Iron's going for a 3 1 tightish win. Their main winger, who was troubling Tommy last time, is injured, but his replacement is also good. Iwegbu uh, says 4 2 to the Arsenal. Um, John says 8 0 to us. I love that. Uh, Ramsey says 2 0 Arsenal. Trossard and Odegaard. Paul says 3 0 win. Uh, and uh, Zhungtar says 4 0 is my prediction as well. Temi going for a 3 0 Arsenal. Raya assist. Martinelli screamer and a Saka brace. And Paul says, sticking with my earlier. 4-0 prediction. A massive thank you to my wonderful panel of guests for coming on to our preview show tonight. Please show them plenty of love and appreciation in the chat box and the comment section. If you'd like to uh, show yourself on these preview shows, you can join that by becoming a member uh, on the channel as well. But Tom, thank you for your time, mate. Tell people they can find you. As usual, at uh, either on threads or Instagram or on X, Twitter, or whatever you call it, it's Sir Sable. Uh, you can find uh, us down in Tampa at the Gulf Coast Schooners. Anytime you're you you anyone anyone gets anybody wants to get out of the cold, come down to Tampa. It's mid seventies Fahrenheit right now, so shorts and t-shirts, baby. Thinking what's that? Double it at thirty? What twenty degrees? Yeah, twenty degrees C about. So nice. Yeah, happy days. Alex, thank you mate for your time. Tell people they can find you. Yeah, you can find me in the Discord um, or at Bournemouth University Library mainly. Uh, all the time, <laughs> so I'll be I'll be there for, for the next three months. Um, but Dude. other than that, yeah, on the Discord. How's the? Um, are you still doing the women's team that you yes. talked about before? We've actually well? got our title decider on Sunday. Um, well, best yeah. of luck, mate. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, it's going well. Just uh, stressed on a number of levels at the moment. So. <laughs> You'll be sacked if you don't win. Is that why the, the um, pressure on? I don't. I, I hope not. <laughs> But, you know, stranger things have happened, so we won't. We won't. You know, Mourinho was sacked before a final. It can come for anyone. So, exactly. uh, yeah, best of luck. Man. Tomorrow morning. Yeah. Never know. Never know. <laughs> Garrett, uh, tell people I can find you, mate. And thank you. Yeah, cheers, mate. Yeah, it was good to be on. Uh, yeah, no, as always, just in the Discord, I say, um, tell you, yeah, it's worth joining up. Good cracking there. And obviously, you get to come on here. So, yeah, definitely recommend lovely stuff thanks boys much appreciated time and to the chat box as well i'll be back tomorrow morning at the normal time uh, of eight o'clock uh, and i have to say a massive thank you to everyone that helped us to reach our target we reached a thousand likes faster than we've ever reached a thousand likes despite the fact i was panicking that we might not reach the target uh, this morning but thank you to so many of you that did it and uh, we did reach that 1k light target on the eight or the 7 30 a.m show um, but I'll be back to the usual time of eight tomorrow. Have a fantastic Friday evening. Stay safe, stay well, and uh, I'll see you in the morning. Have a great day. And as always, up the Arsenal. 
It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.